The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pre-Game Rumblings Pod, where this week I will be previewing the Buffalo Bills, who are heavily favored as they host the New York Jets in one of the most anticipated divisional games of the year. Uh, every single week is a big week, but I feel like in the AFC East, it's absolutely that because this is still one of the best divisions in football. Every team is above or equal to 500 and it feels like each game is becoming more important than the last the buffalo bills are one and two in the division although they are nine and three in the for the season they are nine and three which is best in the afc right now they are number one in the conference and one of the division but divisional games they are one and two in the division since losing to the dolphins earlier this year and also to the new york jets but after this week they defeated the patriots so now that kind of They hope to even things up by beating the Jets this week. And the Jets are third in the division, but only one game behind the Miami Dolphins. And they can make things very, very interesting with a win against the division division and conference leading Buffalo Bills. So let's get right into it. The seven to five Jets are coming in. And I tell you what, this is one of those games where as me being one of the guys on the side of Team Dome, this is one of those games that I will call this weather that we are going to expect today disgusting. But a lot of Buffalonians call this football weather. 38 degrees at kickoff with up to 65% chance of showers throughout the game. Winds up to 12 miles per hour will make for a wet, sloppy game of football which to me means a ton of turnovers and a strong run effort for both teams. So it's going to be a defensive, wet football game. For the Jets, uh, let's look at this this, uh, injury report. They don't have anybody ruled out as of Friday's final injury report of the week. Uh, Defensive end Michael Clemens was listed as questionable with an illness. And it seems like this illness has kind of been going you know, throughout the league, they've been uh, everybody. It seems like every team has been affected by this illness. The Buffalo Bills had a couple of weeks where the illness kind of swept through the locker room. And uh, actually, it was the week of the Thanksgiving game. And 
that was concerning for us. But this week, it just seems to be defensive end Michael Clemens that's that's listed as questionable. Everyone else seems like they're good to go. Everybody else is going to play. On the Bills side of the injury report, fullback Reggie Gilliam and defensive tackle Jordan Phillips are both listed as out. Matt Milano and Deion Dawkins are both listed as questionable, although it did sound like Coach McDermott was pretty confident or he had some optimism that they would play. We'll see what the game time decision on both players are. The rest of the roster is good to go. Now, obviously, we know that the Buffalo Bills are still without defensive end Von Miller. That is tough. That is a huge loss for the Buffalo Bills. So he's out uh, on injury report. Or I should say he's not on the injury report because um, they, they put him on IR for four weeks, hopefully to get him back for the playoffs. They Doctors go in there to try to clean some things up, and it looks like they did find a torn ACL, so he is out for the year. He is out for the rest of the year, out for the playoffs, and more than likely out for maybe the first half of the season, similarly to what Trey White was out for this season for us. They injured the game, on, or they injured his knee on Thanksgiving, just like Trey White last year. So big loss, big, huge loss to the Buffalo Bills, but I think the Buffalo Bills defensive line, has the right players. They have the guys that can step up with Von Miller being out. I think we're seeing the emergence from Groot. We're seeing Boogie Basham. We're seeing, um, I know Jordan Phillips is listed out at this game, but we're seeing Jordan Phillips make big plays. We're seeing, you know, hey, Shaq Lawson has come in and been a breath of fresh air. So I think we're going to be good to go on the defensive line. It will hurt. Don't Please don't mistake that for me saying that it's not going to hurt, but I think we are good to go. So let's get into the game. You know, every week I list my my things to look for, my things to watch. Uh, and every week it starts and ends with Josh Allen for me. You know, Josh Allen is he is the engine that makes this team go. And this this is this is the thing. What will we see when it comes to this quarterback matchup? I'm not as worried about the other side. I'm not worried about the Jets, but I'm worried about what version of Josh Allen we'll get to see because. Last time we played the Jets, he did not look his best. He had, a, a to me, a mediocre game, he had a few turnovers, uh, just didn't look up to par as far as, far as decision-making, and he did injure his elbow in that fourth quarter where he sprained his UCL. But this is now, so the last week, week 13, two Thursdays ago, was the healthiest that we saw Josh Allen since he sprained his UCL in the fourth quarter of the game against the Jets. And ever since, We just haven't seen Josh with the same zip and power on throws uh, throughout the game. Now, we've seen moments and we've seen big plays here. For instance, the the throw to Stephon Diggs at the end of the Detroit Lions game to put the Bills in field goal position to eventually win the game. We've seen throws like that. But against the Patriots, we started to see throws like that throughout the game, all throughout the game. And that is what I'm looking to see from Josh Allen again. So hopefully this is coming full circle for him. He he injured himself against the Jets. Now I'm hoping that this is the game where it's like, okay, it's playoff mode. It's playoff time for Josh Allen. And this is what we're looking forward to seeing. Josh Allen has to be the offensive weapon that we saw in the first four weeks in order to beat this team. I know some people might think I'm crazy for saying that, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the Jets defense later on, but I'm telling you, this is one of the best defenses in the league. They come into this game ranked at six overall, and there's good reasons for it. They have a good defensive line. They have great linebackers, and they have a very good secondary being led by a rookie. So we need Josh Allen to be sharp. We need his decision-making to be sharp. We can't turn the ball over. I mentioned rain. 
I'm going to need Josh to take care of the ball. It's going to be a wet, cold, sloppy game. And I need Josh Allen to be the guy and be the superhero. Uh, you know, we've been calling him the winter soldier since he's injured his arm. I need Josh to be the winter soldier. I need him to be the combination of Thor, Captain America, Winter Soldier, whoever your favorite superhero is. I need to see Josh Allen be that guy. But my key to this game for Josh Allen, I don't want him to continue to be one of the league leaders or at least on this team, uh, a leader when it comes to rushing. Right now, he's second behind Devin Singletary for yards uh, rushing for the year. That's fine. What I do need, though, is for him to be used a little bit more on third downs and four and and on goal search to goal to go situations. I need to see Josh Allen being used a little bit more in the red zone. The Buffalo Bills have not been a good team this year in the red zone. They've improved over the last few weeks. So now for the year, we're up to 56 and a half percent. But that's only improved over the last three games at home for the season. Red zone efficiency is down. We are 47.73% at home in the red zone. That is horrible, <laughs> especially when you have Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, Dev, you know, Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox. These guys that you have need to be used in the red zone, and we need to be successful. I'm not going to completely blame this on Ken Dorsey. I'm not going to blame this on individual players. But collectively, we have to improve if we want to win games. Now, you're saying, Spence, we're nine and three. You're saying that as if we're not winning games. True. But in each of those games that we lost, the, the Jets game, the Miami game, those two games of the division specifically, we played horribly in the red zone. We turned the ball over in the red zone. We weren't doing things that are necessary to win and to, to win big. We can also talk about that, that Vikings game. We can also talk about that. I don't remember if Josh Allen was in the red zone or just outside of the red zone when he threw the, the interception that ended the game in overtime. But there's also other opportunities where he did throw an interception in the red zone that was intercepted and ran back. You know, I don't even remember how many yards it was run back, but we have to be better in the red zone. And to do that, I think Josh Allen being utilized in the run game on those go-to-go situations will be a big step towards improving that and, and taking it into the playoffs. We're going to be playing against teams now in the playoffs that are top in a lot of different areas because that's what happens when you get to the playoffs. It's the best teams who make it to the playoffs. So that means the best defenses, the best coaching staffs, the best offenses are all there. And if you're going to consistently win, you're going to need the Buffalo Bills to, to be better in the red zone. And if we want to get that very first Super Bowl win, that's that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. So first key, Josh Allen, what are we going to see? Are we going to see somebody in the red zone that can do the thing that we need him to do? Are we going to see somebody that turns the ball over? Are we going to see a timid quarterback that's in his own head, or are we going to see an aggressive player that gets the ball out to his playmakers decisively and makes the throws that, you know, we all love to see him make? That's the first key to the game. Secondly, last time the Bills played the Jets, Zach Wilson was a starting quarterback, and the Bills were missing key players on defense. So it made Zach Wilson look pretty good. He didn't have a great game, but he played well enough to allow the defense to hold the Buffalo Bills uh to not being an explosive offense. And then they made enough plays on offense with really their run game in the fourth quarter. But last time we were without Jordan Poyer and Matt Milano. So I mentioned Matt Milano's on the injury report again, but Jordan Poyer is absolutely playing. 
I expect Matt Milano to play. I do expect Matt Milano to play. And they are key contributors in the run game. And in the fourth quarter last time, the Jets did an amazing job at keeping the ball away from the Bills in the fourth quarter and then putting the Bills back up against their own end zone to try to make them come up with some last-second heroics to win the game. Now, we've seen Josh Allen do it. Yeah, I mentioned the, the game against the Lions. We've seen him do it. But it doesn't mean that every single time he's placed in that situation, he's going to be successful. And he wasn't the last time when we played against the Jets. So this time, Jordan Poyer being back, Matt Milano being back, I don't expect the run game to be as dominant. I don't expect that run game to be as good as they were. And like I mentioned, it, it was Zach Wilson but it was on the back of a, a strong run game and a good defense that forced Josh Allen to make those turnovers that forced us back in the end zone or in our close to our own end zone in order to try and win the game. Now we got Mike white active. He's active for the jets as a starter and, and through two games, listen, he appears to be the spark that that offense needs to get the ball moving and to play complimentary football for the defense in order to help win games. That's what they were missing when they had Zach Wilson starting is that he just wasn't playing well enough to put points up on the board to allow this defense to really, you know, to win them games. Mike White is doing that. Now, they lost last week to the Vikings, but he did everything that you could possibly think of to help bring that team back and to have the opportunity to win. Now, the question is, is it Mike White? Is he that good of a quarterback? Is that is the play calling that good? Is the scheme that good? Or. Has he played against two bad defenses? I think most people will agree that the Chicago Bears are not a team that you really want to, you know, rest your hat on by saying my quarterback dominated. It's expected. And then again, I talked about the Vikings, but the Vikings this year, even though they're 10 and two, even though they're one of the NFC's best teams defensively, according to every ranking, according to any Whoever you go to for rankings, whether it be PFF, uh, the DVOA stats, whether you're looking at pro, like whoever you're looking at, they don't view the Vikings as a good defense because they aren't a great defense. And that's just the truth. It's not mean. It's not saying anything against them. It's the truth. So this will be a test for Zach Wilson. This will absolutely be a test. So we're going to see what it's like for him playing against a high caliber defense. Is he the long-term answer for the Jets? Probably not. I wouldn't bet on it, but the team feels more confident in him right now than they do Zach Wilson. So what I'm going to be looking for is to see how they play with Zach Wilson. I mean, with, with Mike White. Zach Wilson isn't that guy. He's benched. Mike White has to be the guy, and he has to move the ball. The last time the Buffalo Bills saw Mike White, he turned the ball over four times. I don't think the Bills will get four turnovers again out of him, but I don't think that he's improved that much of a, of a player to where he's going to come out and look like uh, a dominating quarterback. I don't, I don't see that. And again, to be honest with you, I don't see the Jets repeating their performance of a dominating run game. They ran the ball against us in the fourth quarter. They kept us off the field. But even without Von Miller and Jordan Phillips, I really find it hard to believe that they can duplicate that success that they had that first matchup. Why do I feel like that? Well, let's see. You look at the season that the Buffalo Bills have had, and they shut down some of the best running games for the league. Not just that we've seen on our schedule, but for the league. Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns have one of the best run games that you can imagine. Dalvin Cook on the Vikings is one of the best running backs in the league. 
there's a list I can actually go down, but for the sake of time here, I'm not going to do it. The Buffalo Bills have one of the best run defenses in the league. So, yeah, that one game, it didn't work in our favor. You know, we had some mistakes there that allowed them to control the ball and the Bills couldn't get off the field. I don't think that's going to happen again. So it's going to come down to what Mike White is able to do as a quarterback. And then lastly, I talked a little bit earlier about the Jets defense. Listen, they come into this game with the six-ranked defense in the league. And as Bills fans, we can call it what we want. We can hate on it. <laughs> I hate on it often, but I'll tell you what, they're good. They're good. The defensive line is great. They have very good linebackers, and their secondary does not allow any type of success when it comes to space, separation. And last game that we played against them, Stefan Diggs seemed to be the only guy that really was able to do much against them. We're going to need that to change this week. So when you're looking at that defense, there are three guys that I think they need to stop in order to, to stifle the Bills. Stefan Diggs is the first. Gabriel Davis is the second. And James Cook. Let's talk a little bit about James Cook. Devin Singletary is RB1. We know that. And I'm comfortable with keeping him into that role until the end of the year. But we can't ignore what James Cook has been doing over the last couple of weeks. In week 13 against the Patriots, he had over 100 total yards of offense. 64 on the ground, 41 in the passing game. That's the kind of production Bills fans were promised or that we hoped for when he was drafted. We, we heard about how he can catch the ball out the backfield and how he, you know, when he has a slight hole, he can burst through the hole with speed and explosion and, and make something out of it. We haven't seen it much for the season. The last few weeks we've been seeing it. We've been seeing it. So Cook is now a key piece of the offense. And we already know Stefan Diggs is a top five receiver in the league in every category. But the one that matters for this game and the one that matters for this conversation is that he's tied for third or he's third in the league with touchdowns, with receiving touchdowns, 10 on the year. And if Diggs finds any amount of separation, he is going to find the end zone. <laughs> That's what happens. Whenever you give Diggs any type of daylight, he finds the end zone. Now, if that doesn't happen, then that means the Jets have probably dedicated a lot more to, to Diggs than they want to. And that's going to leave Gabriel Davis one-on-one -on -one to have a big game. I've been pretty critical of Davis uh, because of his numbers that he's put up. And I know some people are arguing it is wide receiver two numbers. Not when you're talking about the number one offense, when you want to have the number one offense in the league. It, it isn't. It isn't. The drops have been a concern. The amount of receptions have been a concern for me. You need help after Stephon Diggs. But this is a game that Gabriel Davis can step up and have a huge game. He's been playing through an ankle injury. I know he's been healthy on the report, but you can see it. If you watch the film, you watch the games, and just pay attention to the way he runs, the way he cuts, you can see it. He's been playing through the injury. But I need this to be one of the games that he steps up big when he gets opportunities. Either A, to take pressure off Diggs, or B, to take over when Diggs has the pressure on him. We need that. We need that. Don't let Josh Allen down. So that's the third key. Who wins these matchups? Now, the Bills are seeking revenge for the first game and then redemption in the division. I don't think it's going to be close. 
My man Antoine Staley actually told me he thinks the Bills are going to win 34 to 20. I think the Bills absolutely cover, and I think they went big, and I'm going somewhere around that score. I said 31 to 13. I think the Buffalo Bills are, are looking to win, and I think they're looking to win big, and they're going to handle business to get their division record to 2-2 two and two and carry some momentum into next week. Not looking ahead to the Dolphins, but I think they're going to look to build some momentum so that way they can also try to steamroll the Dolphins when they come into Western New York. Hide your tables from Bills fans all around the country because it's going down. It is going down. Now, listen, we already know that this show is – is sponsored by or presented by DraftKings. Let me tell you a little bit about DraftKings. First, they're the official sports betting partner of the NFL, so that makes them a pretty big deal. Secondly, this is the place to go when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Why? Because you're going to get money in your pocket, help your Christmas shop, and help everything that you need, right? New customers, let me tell you how you can really make some money easily, easily and inexpensively. You just have to bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you get $150. Hear me. You bet $5, and you get $150 in free bets if your team wins. Now, that's a deal that you really just can't pass up. And everyone, not just new customers, but everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So this is what I need everybody to do. After you get done listening to this show, get out of the app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code five questions. Spell it out. Five questions. And then place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. They're going to win. Bet on them. Bet on the Bills. The Bills are going to win. You bet on the Bills, get 500 or for five bucks, and then you get 150 bucks back. So that's code five questions, and it's only at DraftKings Sportsbooks. Let's get it, okay? Now, anybody who's been keeping up with this all year also knows that every week I've been doing my single-game parlay segment, and I've been trying to help you guys win some money. I helped you out a couple times this year. I'm going to do it again this week. So for the DraftKings Big Hat single-game parlay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. DraftKings has this up on their homepage. I have this up on my page. Buffalo Rumblings has it up on their page as well. So you, there's plenty of places for you to find this, but I'm going to talk about it right now, right quick. Mike White, under 224 and a half passing yards. Gabe Davis, anytime touchdown. And Stephon Diggs, over 64 and a half receiving yards. That is a plus 800 bet. And you are going to put money in your pocket for Christmas. You got to listen. Let's do it one more time. Mike White under 224 and a half yards passing. Gabe Davis anytime touchdown. And Stefan Diggs with 64 and a, half and a half receiving yards. Make your money. Let's get it. Now, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy this game. Enjoy the rest of the games. Be safe. Please don't drink and drive. And, you know, if you're going to bet with our friends over at DraftKings, please make sure you are 21 minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. OK, so everybody enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your day and go build.